Ooh, ooh, this one made us sleepy. Yeah. Um, they once well, plot has dangerously kicked in. Plot has arrived a little late. We have, I think, the true inverse now of seasons one and two, where weirdly the first sixteen episodes lulled us to sleep, and then the final eight hopefully might actually so it really feels a bit like sam they could have just done away with all of the other shit and just done like uh, 10 episodes for this one honestly like i think introduce the virus and then start doing the plot thread that they're now doing like all of that shit with the salazars was completely pointless they didn't need to do do that at all remember that scene where kyle was paying his mum's rent yeah yeah cool um, yeah, they like on a certain level. I do kind of like respect the balls it takes to have six episodes of your TV program turn out to be an elaborate. Oh my god, this is Jack Bauer pranking CTU. Oh, they got him. Yeah, this is Jack Bauer retaliating in the mm. prank war. Uh, but equally, on the other hand, it it doesn't really do a lot for viewer engagement. No, it's terrible. And the fact that it won an award for that is like it makes me very sad. <sighs> uh, well, um, so to start off, everyone was running around out in Mexico, and uh, it absolutely it, the first thing that happens is Nina catches Chase by surprise. You know, it gets him at gunpoint and yeah, has him alone, and is just going, you know, it's like, "Easy, easy, love." That's what Nina sounds like. Easy, mm. love. Oh, put 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 your gun down. You know, no one needs to get hurt. Uh, and then Jack Bauer, he, uh, he he spawns in, apparently about six feet above her, and elbow slams her to the ground. Yeah, so so it's literally like, imagine a scene, if you will, where it's going back and forth, the camera between Nina's face and Chase's face, and then suddenly a fist appears from like just off frame, and like Nina is just laid out. Yeah, you know how it's um, that. It's literally that. that yeah. Like we're not exaggerating. That is what happens. You know how you can't hear the helicopters until they turn enter frame. You can't see Jack Bauer until until the camera's on him. It's it's so funny. Like uh, okay. So um, after uh, after clubbing her to the ground, uh, Nina ends up you know, being, beginning to blab and tell Jack. Okay, Amador, he's heading to Los Angeles, and they all. And they all get on a big, uh, on a AC one, one of the big Hercules planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all back to LA, and um, Nina says, "Oh, he's working with a guy named Alvers. Uh, he's his sort of chemist biology contact in LA." Uh, and said, "Oh, yeah, if you if, if you want to dial it for him, you, you can get here's a number that you can get for him, and it connects through via an internet socket, which is incredibly early two thousands. Mm. And after he enters about like fifteen different numbers and waits for you know for about two solid minutes combined and enters more numbers, uh, it turns out what he's actually done is like send a phone email to some code Nina left in twenty four's system because she's the fucking Joker and has a thousand contingency plans. Yeah, uh, and that she knew that they wouldn't update this one driver for years after after she would leave. <laughs> Uh, and then this, this just means that the, the plot for this episode for them is just oh no, there's a worm in their system, and they've got to they have to turn around the plane and go to Mexico, uh, 
And if they don't, and if they do that, then she'll keep letting them slow down the worm. Because if their firewalls go down, then like almost instantly, the terrorists that try, daily try and hack the CTU servers will get all their undercover information. Also, there are no fucking other undercover agents. Like, it's Jack. Yeah, and, and no, Chase. They actually don't even even begin to mention anywhere that they have people. Mm. Um, Oh, so uh, Jack and Chase have a bit of an awkward conversation where Chase is like, hey, you know that thing where you, they gave you a gun and then like you pulled the trigger when it was against my head? And Jack went, I made a judgment call that it wouldn't be loaded. And Chase goes, what if it had been loaded? And Jack just goes, well then, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, which again, Jack, he's being a really good father-in-law to be. Mm. Um, you know, everyone starts to like, everyone back at CTU is assortedly convincing, trying to convince Chappelle that they can cover Chloe's work. And once everyone's kind of got a handle on her stuff, they're like, good, she's no longer the only person that knows our system well enough, so we can actually try and sort out what the fuck is going on with this baby. Mm. So they, um, uh, that turns out to not be true, and so she has to, you know, she shuts down the worm and everything. And she's then, like, trying to swan... <laughs> she then just starts swanning off... And Chappelle is like, "Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, what's this? What's the story with this baby, Mrs.? Yeah, she's like, like, he's like, where are you going? She's like, oh, back to my desk upstairs. And he's like, no, you're fucking not. Yeah, like, what about the kid- sunshine? What about the kidnapping? And she was like, oh, the the kidnapping. Mm. Oh, the the the, the kidnapping. Um, and no, and she goes, oh yeah, no, um, the the baby's father is Chase, which I'm, is a bit awkward. Yeah, I'm looking after the baby for Chase. Well." Good evening. And yeah, Chappelle just goes, Oh, hmm. okay. Child services, you can go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's like, I'm just trying to be discreet by making up an elaborate cover story about kidnapping. Yeah. Like, now, I'm not a social wizard. Yeah, she could have just said, It's, you know, it's my sister's kid. I'm looking after her. You yeah. know, she's in hospital. Yeah. Um, I. I come up with that in about five seconds. Yeah. I. No. I enjoy a good ruse. Mm. I like a little bit of subterfuge. And one of the things that I've learned is that if you unnecessarily implicate yourself in a fake kidnapping, that causes more problems than it solves. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I think what keeps happening in this season is they keep doing plot threads that sound like they're going to be really exciting. Like, oh, there's a virus in LA. Oh, like, this kid has it instead. Oh, there's some cartels. They're like, this series is going to be about the cartels. Oh, no, it's not. You know, like they keep doing this thing where they keep writing an interesting story and then going, surprise, fuckheads, yeah, surprise. that's not happening. Surprise, it wasn't interesting at all. Um, well, Sherry's on, she's on the phone to um, uh, to hot wife, Julia. Mm. And now, Julia, can you do me a big favor and turn off all the cameras and give me the code for the gate to get into your house? And at which point, <laughs> after she gets in through the gate... She goes in like through the you know, the side door that has the cameras turned off, but like parkours her way over a wall. Yeah. And it looks like um it looks like Alan Partridge trying to like sneak over a fence. <laughs> you said that I've impaled my foot on, on a spike. spike. <laughs> uh, um and yeah, she reveals her plan, which is so the uh, uh Kevin, the father of the hit and run victim who's vanished and left bloodstains all around, you know, Trevor's trailer. Mm, mm. He says, yeah, if Alan goes to prison for whatever he did to that guy, 
then you can you can be out of this relationship and still keep everything. And she's and Julia's like, hmm, I don't like the idea of him going to prison, but I do like the idea of having everything. Mm. And while they're discussing this, Alan, who we haven't mentioned before, but um, he's he's wheelchair bound and he's you know got like sort of breathing equipment and mm. you know, like he a, had a like, stroke. Yeah, like an oxygen. Yeah, he had a yeah. stroke. And he had, now he has like an oxygen tank. Um, he. Um, he, he turns up in the kitchen. He's like, "Sherry, what are you doing here?" And so she basically just starts that scene with Claudia with yeah. and Jack earlier. She starts doing it to him. And you go, "Yeah, like you're a you're a little you're a you're a little baby boy, aren't you? You're a little teeny tiny boy. It's not even your birthday, you little boy. You're no man, <laughs> you man boy." <laughs> And yet Alan is just going like, but it, it, how do you, you don't know my birthday? You've never known my birthday. It's not uh, my bedtime. <laughs> yes. Um, and then he starts doing the, what is just like the universal, no, the universal symbol for I'm having a heart attack, which is grabbing your chest and going. Yeah. Uh, Becomes Ju- chest Popeye. Yeah. And Ju- Julia's like, oh, I should probably give him his like, you know, not having a heart attack medicine. Yeah. And, and, Sherry. and Sherry goes, stay with me here. What if we didn't? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that's um, that, that's uh, a fiendish plan. The next week's Marvel What If yeah. is just, what if we let an old stroke victim die in his home? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to leave. You're going to go back to bed, and then we're all going to pretend this didn't happen. Yeah. And, and Julia's like, did we do a murder? And Sherry's like, no, we didn't kill him. The heart attack killed him. The heart attack that I induced killed him. That's not like, tell me, is it a, like, if I push someone off a rooftop, that's not murder. Because like, what are they going to do? Arrest the ground? Like, <laughs> It's like, I don't feel too bad for this dude, right? Because he was willing to tank a healthcare bill. That's like, it, it's implied to be like, a major healthcare bill that gives like healthcare for free to millions of people purely because like of his personal vendetta against Palmer's brother. And like, because he got hot wifed by his hot wife. And it's like, dude, get the fuck over it. Like I understand, but like, you're like, it's like a very rich asshole thing to do. Mm. Um, like, uh, and fuck him, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they—they they basically. I think they had to make it a healthcare bill because that is the only thing where every single person watching would go. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make Sherry immediately, like, morally reprehensibly irredeemable for having mm. done so. She's morally reprehensibly irredeemable for helping smuggle a nuke. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you might as well just go gloves off at that point. Yeah, like at this point, we're all kind of over her having, you know attempted to nuke Los Angeles, which I can't help but... Wait, what's it? Why is she not in jail? I've just considered this. Oh, they say that there are indictments pending. <laughs> but I think, what's it? why is she in Los Angeles? Yeah. If you're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. If I, if I tried to nuke... Oh, also, hang on. Indictments pending. Come the fuck on. If I went and like... Pulled off some terrorist-related plot. If right? you, if you try- I would be in jail awaiting trial. Like, there's no there's indictments pending. Fuck off. Like, yeah, they, they. And if I was going to, like, if I decided to put a nuclear bomb 
in, I don't know, Pontypridd. Yeah. I would not then move to Pontypridd. Yeah. Because for one... Yeah, it would be very unpopular there. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the people of Pontypridd, even if even if there was you know, an unproven ac- accusation that I'd tried to nuke Pontypridd, the, yeah, the, 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 the Pontypridd collective would, I think, mm. justifiably at least want to see how that one rolls out before embracing me. And secondly... I, th- I think I'd have a lot of uncomfortable associations with Pontypridd. I would just keep going, you know what? This place does seem like it's in danger of getting nuked. Yeah. I'm aware that I have some blame for that, but I can't shake the feeling. Uh, because so conveniently, she's <laughs> Sherry was just in town to murder an old man. Mm. She's always up for a good time. Also, why is she doing this? It's just literally because she's like, "Oh, all right then, David. I love for the love of the game." Yeah, it's, it, 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 she she says it because you know I still believe in your presidency, but it is it is it does seem to be predominantly because it, for the last three years, no one has let her do a conspiracy. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So Sherry then just. Uh, uh, she then immediately denies ever having been to, to Alan's house. Mm. And just, she tells Palmer that she just she she got a bit sleepy and came home. Yeah, and then um, Palmer's like, "But you told me you were going there." Yeah, and she's like, "I, just, I changed my mind." Yeah. Uh, well, what? Maybe I did go there, mm. and maybe maybe he did have a heart attack. Hmm? But if but if you check the phone logs, they'll see that you called me. And Palmer is like. <clears throat> right now, the Palmer is the frog saying we will both drown, and Sherry is the scorpion saying lol, LMAO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, you knew that I, you know, you knew that I was a Lady Macbeth when you invited me in multiple times yeah. over the, over the course At of this several point, years. Palmer, you have no excuse. And also, like, it's just so funny to me that like, who can I call that will a hundred percent make this worse for me? That- my, because my, bro- my brother, my brother, my brother, who has offered to resign. Yeah, the other thing that I pointed out, right, is that all he has to do is fire his brother until after the healthcare bill is passed, or at most after the election. Yeah, which and then be... rehire him. Like, who cares? Like they've already got the debate started. The election can't be that far off. Yeah, like uh, you can just do that, man. Like it's your brother. Like it's a, you can just explain. Hey, like. Just for now, given that this is a an awkward position, like I'm gonna have to like let you go for now. Because and his brother has already been saying this is an awkward position, and you should let me go. Yeah, um, but he's just like not willing to even consider this for like no reason, just purely because then there's a plot. Yeah, now now we get we get more sherry because mm. I mean we get more we get more sherry at least. Uh, you know who else we get more of. Myers. Oh, um, good, good. Actually, actually good. I, 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 I do like Nina. Um, yeah, Jack, Chase, Nina, they all get back to CTU. Um, oh, yeah, what? When the worm is rampaging through CTU, like, the, Tony orders the plane not to land so that Nina can, you know, keep delaying. Because you know, like, Nina will keep telling them to, how to do things. It will slow the worm down to give them a little more time. Uh and Jack just goes into the the cockpit, pulls out a gun, and is like, "You, you are not, you are not going to keep circling. You are going to land this plane." And you know, once the worm gets cracked, Tony tells the pilots, "No, yeah, you can, yeah, you can land." And the pilots that Jack was just holding a, 
he was holding a gun to their heads. He's then like, right, well, see, see you around, guys. You know, yeah, bye. Yeah, he, he sort of says thanks the way you do to a bus driver at two a.m. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that they get back to see to you, and um, Chappelle is going now, Jack, about the heroin, and Jack's going. <laughs> What uh, about the heroin? I haven't taken it for like eight hours at this point. Yeah, no, I, uh, look at this sweat. Do you think I'd be sweating this much if I had had heroin? Mm. Oh, what if we do a blood test? Like, okay, if I do a blood test, you'll find some heroin, but not a lot of heroin. Only a dinky amount. Uh, and some methadone. And the, um, the like, debrief woman that they've got in there with him. Um, it's quite funny. They keep finding ways of like trying to rephrase his testimony in a way that they can effectively keep him on books. Yeah, and he keeps being like, no, no, like, I want to be honest. You're like, that. you didn't actually start taking... You had a meeting with the Salazars booked in in January. Yes, it says here that you started taking heroin in December mm. you, when you didn't know... Where, it could be a year until you got to meet the Salazars. And he was like... Yeah, and like, so should we put down that you started doing the heroin in January? And he's like, no. Um, but at this point, Tony comes in covered in blood because he Tony, while interrogating Nina about Alvers and Amador, and at one point just dropping the bomb that apparently she was like, was stopping either Alvers or Amador. Mm. And they get his medical history and they just say, and he had HIV. And they just comment on the fact that her heart rate spiked. I guess she was sleeping with him and not using protection. It's like, oh, cool, sick, yeah. It, which is like an entirely unnecessary. They but, don't ever use that again. It's just a. It's just a. Yeah, she she physically. What is the point of that? I think just to show that like her heart rate is increasing, but she is entirely not reacting whatsoever. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so because she's not giving anything up, um, they bring in. Uh, we we called him Andy. It's Darren. Darren, the local torturer. Batman. Yeah. Uh, they, he has to go, Darren joined after you left, but he's the torturer. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, he took over from me. Oh, he took, he took over from Andy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nina was the previous, because Nina tortures... Um, Jamie. Jamie, yeah. Yeah, and she does that little, uh, the lesbian head tilt. Yeah. Um, the one that really sort of started you on this downward yeah. spiral. Yeah. And... You see, they they just they just torturing Nina, in in the torture room, hmm. and uh, she's saying, "Well, you know, how much more of this do you think you can take, Nina?" And she goes, uh, "I reckon about this much." While the guy is preparing a needle behind her, and she just slams her head back, like making the needle stab her in the neck. Mm. And it's incredibly gnarly. Yeah, it's really not pleasant to watch. She's squirting blood everywhere. She's nicked like the carotid artery. Yeah, they they're like rushing her into a um into surgery, and she folds over the the um the tubes. So there's a, a, a kink in it. Yeah, she she basically she stops herself being put under. Yeah, um, by folding over the tube and then pretends to be under, waits for them to stop the bleeding, and then just goes on a fucking rampage with a scalpel. Yeah. Uh, and that's what yeah, that's what sets off the um, the Nina alarm. Yeah, there's a specific alarm which is like a submarine like combat alarm. Yeah, it's like, like Aruga, Aruga. <laughs> smoke show, smoke show. It's a smoke show alarm. Yeah, it's not a smoke alarm. It's a smoke show detector. Yeah. Uh, 
And so she you know, she starts, you know, running around, stabbing and shooting people. Um, and then she runs. Well, no, she doesn't shoot anyone. Well, she ends up getting Kim, a gun. She gets a gun. Kim comes across a dead guard. And, like, the gun is still in the holster. Oh, but she ends up having a gun from somewhere. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Kim, yeah, she comes across her in the room where Nina killed Terry. Mm. Yeah. Full cir- like, mm, fucking fu- around with some wires. Like, mm, full circle. Just like she was when she killed Terry. Yeah. And uh, Kim is, like, Kim holds her at gunpoint. It's like, drop the gun, Nina. Drop the gun. And Nina's like, I'm, I'm going to very slowly raise the gun now, please and thank you. And Kim is like, this is the one thing. So I'm not giving you mixed instructions here, am I? Just, yeah. yeah. When I say don't put the gun up, when I say don't pick up the gun and point it at me, I really want you to do one thing. Kim, and Nina's like, you mean, you want me to point the gun at you and pull the trigger? And Kim, Kim's like, no! No, not that at all. Uh, but because Kim, Kim doesn't actually know what to do at this point. Kim has progressed, though, because she has a gun and it hasn't been taken away from her. Yeah, uh, however, she doesn't currently have her dad on the phone telling her oh, to pull yeah, the trigger yeah, over yeah. and over. So um, Nina gets like shot by Jack, who's just burst in. He, he fast travels again. Um, at this point, it is worth mentioning that Jack is dressed like uh, Yordar from the 1970s. He's, yeah, we he, said he looks like the guy from Life on Mars. Yeah, it's like... It, it's his going down to Mexico fit. Like, say, it's like a... My name's Jack Bauer, and today is the longest day of my life because I was hit by a car, and now I'm in 1973. Yeah, and, and we know that it's 1973 because we got that right on the fucking pub quiz the other yeah. day. Am I mad in a coma, or am I really back in time? Yeah. Damn it. Um, look up the uh, what happens in the finale of the US version of Life on Mars oh, if God. you want to have a really good fucking read. Uh, Do you get why he's called Gene Hunt? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's hope this is going to be one successful Gene Hunt is, uh, I believe, a literal line. Uh, is that Nina is now like lying, bleeding on the floor. And Jack's like, I don't think you have anything more useful to say. Which... I mean, I've, you don't have any more information, do you? Yes? Yes, I do? Well, no, like, very, well, very, very limply reaching for a gun. Um, at which point he just then, like, shoots up over and over and over and over. Yeah, and the episode ends. And Sam turned to me and went, don't worry, she was wearing a flak jacket. And I got, like, <laughs> lost my shit. But, uh, oh. it was the only, I think I figured that was the only thing that could have made Trent feel better. Yeah. Farewell, Queen. Uh, um, would, so, you, would you like to know a fact? I would love to wear a fact. Um, wear a fact? No a fact. Fuck, I'm tired. Okay. They were going to make Kim be the one to shoot her. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. And then they were like, no, let's make it Jack. Oh, for fuck's sake. Would you like to know a fact that's going to make you angry? Yes. Um, Amador was going to get his throat cut okay. in this episode, but they really liked the actor. Okay. So they're like, ah, let's keep him around for a few more episodes. But we should probably kill off a villain at this point. No fucking way. They killed Nina earlier so that, like, they bumped off Nina like one of the only interesting characters in the show, because some guy they they had penciled in for death at like three thirty anyway. Yeah, they no fucking shot. What? Well, these guys suck. They they suck so bad at writing. I, I and they keep being given multiple fucking awards for how much they suck. I will say that it was a. Tr- 
truly super heroic level of effort. When I have been keeping things back from Tren, from what I remember from having previously seen it, remembering that Nina comes back at all in season three and then, you know, gets clocked, keeping that a secret. So when Nina steps out of the car, the... Uh, it, imagine, like, if if someone's never seen Star Wars and you get to show them Empire Strikes Back, except it's, you know, a, a woman coming out of a car and saying, I am your mummy. Uh, <sighs> well, who am I going to bark at now? I literally did bark at the screen t- this time. Uh, I actually did. It was reprehensible. Yeah. Um, Nina was doing something outrageously hot. I'm so sad that that's the case. Oh, fuck it. I hate these writers. Well, um, <clears throat> at, this, at this point, we meet Amador's client, like Amador, the guy that Amador and Alves are working for. Uh, and he's another oh, he's another absurdly well-spoken man. Hmm. Like, this, this is the received pronunciation brigade. Hmm. Uh, they, their client wants to release the virus in a, uh, in a hotel. And he's got a lot of, he's got uh, 12 vials of it. And he wants them to release one in this particular hotel uh, and it has sort of a, a demonstration mm. and there's a dispersal device t- stolen from a lab in Ukraine that can spread the contents of the vial. It's like, biopreparate. Yeah. Oh, they uh, are yeah. actually doing the biopreparate thing. They said ex-Soviet like bio-warfare facilities yeah. and I was like, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so this, oh. this is able to you know, spread a vial over a hundred meters, you know, more if there's, if the weather's good. Mm. Uh, and uh, they, Amador, he, he down he installs the first um, payment from the client by accessing one of his accounts, which CTU notice. And so they go to this like back room of a what what seems to be no, yeah, I, it's I, like a seedy poker place. It you know what it kind of seems like. Imagine if a Victorian opium den den just stayed open. Yeah, yeah, like, I can see it. Like it redecorated, you know, with the times and when it moved from you know. 1860s London to 2004 era Los Angeles. Mm. Uh, but it still remained an opium den and they just got the back room. So they just go into the <laughs> they they go into this in, into this opium den and uh yeah, they, they they burst in and there's a man in a deer store with a cap and a pipe just going but you see I was able to tell from his skull shape that he was a criminal and they're like <laughs> And they're like, have you seen um, a, some very well-spoken men? He says, I deduced that they went into that back room. Mm. Says, anyway, so from his dastardly slope of the forehead, and then they, uh, they they go in, they they arrest Amador, they check his computer, and there are blueprints of the, the Chandler Hotel. Right, um, right. But they, the client, Amador mentions a... Uh, you know, but they, they, the client knows Jack Bauer. Yeah. He said, I can't believe you thought that Jack Bauer would turn on CTU. And I went, well, to be fair, I really wanted to believe it, so shut up. Yeah. Because him, him, the entire thing of Amador going to Mexico was him just doing an off-the-books scam for $240 million. Yeah, I genuinely can't believe this. The whole plot line with the Salazars was just superfluous. If, like, if There was no reason yeah. for it. Jack set up this deal in Mexico that is just turned out to be a stop on the route to the to the actual plot. The actual plot, which is in LA, by the way, mm. 
Like, come the fuck on. It's very convenient. Uh, like, and, stop, writers of 24. Just make a shorter series. Well, um, Jack is like, Amador, have you got anything interesting to say? And he says, no. So Jack just stabs him in the fingers until he passes out. Mm. And he holds himself off from doing, you know, his... Uh, from doing his technique of just cutting off people's fingers. Mm. I think because he thinks Amador might need them later. Yeah, I love the fact that they basically just draw the knife across his hand and Amador goes, like, out like a fucking light. It's like... And then, like... The next time we see him, there's an EMT kind of begrudgingly wrapping his hand in a bandage. Like, he's just the de-torturer. Yeah. Like, he's the guy that comes up... Like, every, like every, time, every time Darren gets a call, they've got to call this guy, like, 25 minutes afterwards. I, 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 what I particularly like is that after Jack, like, drags the knife across his hand and makes him, like, fall over, he turns to Chase and goes, when he wakes up, do it again. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, so yeah, um... Because Jack shot Nina, who's a key witness, and he like positioned himself between her and the camera so that they couldn't see whether or not she really was going for a gun, and like Jack knew that. Uh, Chevelle is like, I don't want to let you out in the field uh, because you, you, know, you shot a witness in you know, what could or may not have been cold blood. And if I if I let you out, I'd be crucified. And then Chase is right Chase here. Chase has literally had a gun. Like he's got given the stigmata. He, yeah, he, today. he's got a hole through the hand. He received that a few hours ago. Yeah, and he's already not just fine, but in a position to start putting holes in other people's hands as soon mm. as they wake up. So, what I can we have established? Uh, Chase Edmonds stronger than Jesus. Yeah. Uh, really. Uh, they get to the um, Alvers, you know, the biochemistry guy. He takes the vial uh, and the dispersal device, and he takes it to the Chandler Hotel. Uh, could I be any more infected? Mm. I will not be making that joke again. Uh, and she finds him and interrogates Alvers, and the virus is like under this big fan in a ventilation room. And, yeah, and Gail. They're like trying to reach. He's under... trying to like operation it. Yeah, because like... the fan is like really fast, but there's a tiny little gap where you yeah, can slip. Yeah, he's trying to reach through, like. And he's like leaning in really. But the thing is, we've already seen Alvis plant it by going down a ladder like three feet to the right of the one that Gael came down. Yeah, yeah. So like he could just go up and go around. Um, you know, there's that um that maze game, that old flash maze game, where it would get really. Really um, narrow. So you'd lean into. Oh, the... you have to drag the ball through, like. Oh, but you see, you'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd lean into the screen, and then right as you came up to the end, like it would come up with a screaming, like still from The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, they do that with Gale, where he is like having to lean in closer and closer to see, like his hat, to see if he can get his hand just under the fan. At which point, it then deploys directly into the fan, and he inhales. No, he he has what we've got. Sweet syndrome. Mm. It, Don't hog all the virus, mate. Yeah. Leave some to other people. He's got a. He's got a. It does kind of look like he's, like, become the Joker because he's got yeah, like a it's face like a powder. Yeah, he's got a face covered in white powder. Yeah. Yeah. He's... Um, and yeah, the the, the ongoing cursed position of, of yeah the CTU new guy. Yeah. Uh, again, it's he. he this is the exact same thing that happened to Swede. He inhales a frankly impractical amount of... Yeah. Uh, he vapes an entire virus. 
yeah, he 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 vapes the he vapes the dang novel coronavirus, yeah. uh, and well, very the next episode starts, and fairly soon afterwards, like so, the virus is now like because it's an event, it's gone throughout the whole hotel. Hmm. No, Gail heroically tried to inhale everything, but he is but a man, and his lungs are but so big. Hmm. Uh, no, Michelle gets um, Alvis to tell her that there are eleven more vials of this virus yeah and that like it's been altered in some way and like he won't say why how but like oh well, then oh no the nhs have found out that it's altered right yes yeah they, they keep they keep referring to the national health service as the nhs and it's 100 percent that it's like this is it's this, like a made up yeah like we, we have like, we have this blonde doctor who keeps turning around she's the one that um interrupted jack while he was trying to shoot up earlier and then and um she's been coming along for a while uh, and she's been going. Well, yeah, it's been modified. It's you know more. It's probably got like a ninety percent kill rate. And yeah, she, it, it's absolutely the CDC, but it's the National Health Service. Yeah, they keep referring to it as the NHS. Yeah, and, it's yeah, it's really weird. This is what the healthcare bill was going to fund. <laughs> like, oh, this, this is the trial version that they've got in LA. Oh. Um, yeah, so that. that that's what Alan was. Alan Alan let them make the trial hospital in LA so that he could get you know free wheelchair. Yeah. And now now he's pu- mm. he's pulling up the ladder behind him. Yeah. What a- uh, or he's pu- pulling up the ramp behind him. I guess. Yeah. What a count. Yeah. And they're trying to work out how everything has how it's been uh, modified. Uh, at which point Gale starts melting. Yeah. He just gets an, a massive nosebleed. <laughs> You've written sudden onset Swede syndrome, which I enjoy a lot. Yeah, um, like Swede had. We think, oh, well, Gail has got fourteen hours to, you know, until he's contagious. And yeah, goes, they've been saying all along, like, oh, it takes a while, and then he just suddenly starts melting, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess not anymore. Yeah. And so he's just hanging out in the store, uh, in the storeroom, and Alvis says, like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you how I've changed it, but. You know, I've been exposed. I know what the virus does. So I, I will tell you how I changed it if, when my symptoms start, you kill me. Mm. And Michelle is like, killing someone? I haven't done that today. And, and so agrees. Uh, oh, and there's a small plot with like how Michelle wasn't supposed to go into the hotel at all. So the fact that she then gives the information about from... Um, from Alva's to Tony, he's like, how did you get that? Is he outside? And she's like, uh, no. Um, I'm inside. Sorry, love. And he's like, uh, and he's I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna be melting shortly. Yes, sorry. I've, I. Did you did you always love me for my resemblance to Jam? And he's like, not particularly. And he's like, then this is going to be a very difficult few hours for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the owner of the hotel. They've told him he's got to keep everyone inside. Mm. And, uh, he, then they encounter. Well, the owner encounters the world's most nervous concierge. Who, like, he pulls the fire alarm. They discussed turning off the fire alarm, and they're like, "We'll get around to it." He I think inst- I think that they said it was they had to shut them all down individually because yeah. they're not meant to be shut down, right? So like, it was quite hard to do because they're really worried about everyone trying to get out of the hotel. So the, when they start panicking, yeah, so, so the, the most nervous concierge was like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "I don't want to." Well, we can't go outside, and he's like, "Oh no!" And he pulls the fire alarm, and he. He starts rummaging through a desk. Like for the keys. But we, we were joking that it looked like he was rummaging around for the hotel gun. And, and then under the file with the keys in it, 
You know, there's keys, a piece of paper, and then there's the hotel gun. And what is the hotel gun? It's another fucking Warther PPK. <laughs> we lost it. You were but, like, no. <laughs> no I, I, at this point, I saw like the tip of the gun, and I thought, oh, I surely rec- fucking not. Oh, I recognize that. Like, <laughs> like, did they? Did Los Angeles buy in bulk? It's and then, so no, no, because it, it's in Mexico too. Like, I'm looking up how many of these were actually produced. Hang on. Uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, so everyone comes out of their rooms and they they freak out, <laughs> including um, this one guest who is saying, "What are these people doing outside? They're wearing gas masks," and uh, that that pretty much seems to have been how my neighbours. Uh, we'll, we'll have spent the last, we'll have spent the last couple of days. I've been wandering around in gas masks recently, um, and they say, "Well, there's been a there's been a big toxic event outside, so we've got to hang out in outside. We've got to hang out inside." Uh, and Michelle tells the world's most nervous concierge, uh, she finds him alone and just tells him the truth because he's you know, he's got a gun and he's got the keys in the door. <laughs> and once she says, "You know, well, a lot of people are going to get really sick." And die. We've all got to stay inside. He's like, huh, okay. Because he's not, he, he may be nervous, but he's not a lockdown skeptic. But the one guy in the main lobby, he has been in the lobby for five minutes. And uh, then someone gets a nosebleed. Mm. And oh, and it's this woman that was nervous about gas masks. She gets a nosebleed. So this random guy picks up like a, a bin and throws it through a window. Yeah, he's like, "I'm leaving." He's like, "Lockdowns don't work." Um, so, you know, my, my 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 cordial, a virus, my choice. And Michelle is like, "If you leave, I will shoot you." And he goes, oh, "No, you won't." And then he starts to leave, and so Michelle shoots him because you know, big she, fucking clown. Of course, she. Will. No, cause, yeah, because Alva's got the blood up. He's like. Hmm. He's like Okay, you all for some murder? And she's mm. like, oh, I love doing murder. She's like, it has been a little while. She was. This, this might this, say, this might be the last one I get. We did say that Michelle's previous job was to just do be like be mean and like look hot, mm. and she hasn't gotten to be mean in a while. So she's so she shoots an unarmed man in the back. Well, I guess he is armed with a deadly virus. What he's got inside of his face. But I don't know how legally that Sorry. counts. I'm reading the Wikipedia article for the PPK, and some some things in this are making me chuckle. The smaller size made it more concealable than the original PP. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a this is a concealable PP. Yeah. Is this a, one of the PPK is an okay, abbreviation was, was for Polizei Pistol Criminal, which is literally police pistol criminal. Uh, okay, sure. You know, whatever. At least it's fun for the whole cops and robbers yeah. gang. Uh, Apparently there are enough of them produced that this is not ridiculous. But like it's it's still like it is, we're seeing a lot of it's them. Still, on the set. It's like, still it's still ridiculous. It's like, yeah. It'd be like if you went outside and every and every car <laughs> you saw was either a VW Beetle or a Mini Cooper. Like Yeah, it it, it really is that. Like <laughs> not in it, but just, you know, in season four, Jack Bauer drives and a VW Beetle. He he doesn't. But can you imagine? Oh, that would be so good. Um well, speaking of Jack, uh, he is, he, uh, while the EMT is untorturing Amador, he sits on a chair backwards, like he's you know, doing the, so you got detention there. And except the detention in this, at this point is 
getting stabbed in the hand repeatedly. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I, I'd rather die than talk. So they could go, so they're like, hmm, interesting. They go into another room and they're like, what if we just let him escape and see where he went? Hmm. And they're like, that sounds like a, that sounds like a great plan. No, that seems like a good idea. And so they, they, sounds fun. Yeah. So they handcuff him to a radiator and leave the room. And in like 30 seconds, he's out the door. Hmm. Like, he has got, this is almost. He just unscrews the radiator and leaves. Yeah, this is like almost chase levels of being able to get yeah, to the door yeah. quickly. Yeah, it's, it's astounding. Um, and he goes for the client. We still don't know who the client is, by the way. On the previously on, it's told us his name is like Stephen. Like, yeah, yeah. So they they keep alluding to how like mysterious this dude is, and I was like, oh, is it going to be someone we know? And no, it's just some other posh British dude. Yeah. Um, but like, and then they really fucked up on the previously on and just gave us his name yeah, ahead name, of the show, giving us the name. His name. It's like Stephen Sondheim, but it's not because I imagine this man isn't responsible for even one musical. But it's definitely Stephen S. Something. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the the client uh, just goes, well, yeah, yeah, if you, okay, Michael, make sure you're not being followed. Go, like, go and meet my, one of my guys in a car here. And so he goes and he meets one of his guys in a car. And the guys, like, you might, he must have picked like the worst henchman for this, right? For the job of handing over the brief, like being in the car and being like, here's your briefcase with money and travel papers. Yeah. And they open the briefcase and, um, the the money is unfortunately a bomb, mm. and the travel papers are unfortunately a bomb. Yeah. So do you think that do you think that henchman has just had like a really bad punctuality rating? <laughs> He's got like is it, he, had, he had he had a very bad performance review recently. Yeah, he had he had he had three he had two strikes on his record already, and earlier today he he was talking back to Stephen. Yeah, and Stephen was just like, hmm, well, it's. Well, you'll be delivering that then. Yeah, so, well, thankfully I've got a job for you to redeem yourself. Oh yeah, every bomb in this that they plant lets off like a high-pitched whine yeah, for like a few seconds like, before it explodes. Yeah, like the fake virus that blows up Ramon. It was like, Wee! bang. And this one, oh, oh no, that's a waveform. Oh. Uh, and this one where they open the briefcase and that one goes, Wee! bang. And you, you do just get like a, there's like a couple of seconds of, of the Wii. Mm. You could just yeah leave. Yeah, hit hit the bricks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pro tip: If ever you're in a car with a bomb, yeah, just just leave. Just walk out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Jack gets there as he sees the car blow up, and we get like our first damn it in a long while. Yeah, because now they have no idea. Uh. Like, well, the trail is entirely gone dead. There is no way for us to contact the this you know this client. At which point, the client just calls Jack. Hello. Is it like hello, JB? Hello, Jables. Good evening, Jack Bauer. And so, I said, "Hang on, do you know who I am?" And the man says, "Yeah, I know you from somewhere. Hmm. You haven't got a Swedish accent that you're hiding, have you?" Yeah, because they oh they were proofs. Hmm. Well, it's either yeah, someone that, it's from, someone from Jack's past, either someone that he worked with or against. It's like, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I can't fault the detective work, but there isn't much to praise either. Uh, and he says, "Get me in touch with the president." And Jack is like, "Oh, I actually have his number." And the guy's like, "Yeah, no, that's entirely why I'm doing yeah, it." Yeah, cool. He's like, "That's not a coincidence." 
like I haven't just been going around calling up people and saying, get me the president. And you're the first one who's gone, mm. actually. Uh, and so, yeah. uh, meanwhile, Sherry does has just admitted to, to Palmer that she'd done a murder. Mm. And Palmer... Ha- the, the detective's there, right? The detective is um, going around going, hang on a minute, Julia, you turn the cameras off and you... Uh, says that there was a Mercedes leaving containing someone looking quite crafty. Yeah, and, and Julia has uh, said, yeah, Julia has said, oh, okay, you know what? Yes, Sherry came over and we had an argument and then, yeah, it basically just tells the entire story. And Sherry... No, she does. She fully tells yeah, the story to this detective. Yeah, and, and Sherry's response is to say, no, I'm doesn't. <laughs> no. Uh, but also the detective is Tony Todd, which um, I really like because Tony Todd... Uh, he voiced Kern in Star Trek, uh, so Worf's brother. But he also voiced a character that sticks in my brain forever because I used to play Dota 2 a lot. He voiced Dragon Knight. So, like, his... his um, And also, much like Dragon Knight, his uh, technique, his strategy, is to sort of, like, go early... Like, go easy early on and then just push really hard to get your confession. Like... But yeah, he, 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 every time he turns up, he hits someone in the head with a shield and goes like, this will only hurt a lot. And then like, and then they just tell him what they want to know. Well, um, we, we're going to get more Tony Todd. Mm. Do you know when? Season seven. No way. Plays a different dude, but he's back. Oh, yeah. Uh, but because he's, but because Tony Todd is a great actor, that means he's probably going to turn up in like the last three episodes. Oh, sick. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, so uh, Sherry said, "Well, I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have, you know, done a a murder because I was with my husband or ex husband, you know, the, the the one that's the president." Mm. And they're like, "Oh, that one." Uh, and she said, so she tells Palmer, "Give me an alibi, or I'll say I was acting on your orders." And David is shocked because he's like, "But that's not true." Yeah, uh, at one point she tells him that she didn't give. Um... Uh, Alan is meds and he goes like he full like misses a beat for long enough for it to be funny and then goes but that's murder (laughs) (laughs) it's like yes dumbass he's like is have I not made that illegal I've already got a I should do something about that let's let's unfortunately there's another supporter who's Wayne has slept with his wife and he's the guy who's been stalling the make murder illegal bill (laughs) uh yeah so so he then lies to the police and he's like, nope, she was here all night. And mm. the cop is like, and so why, why, would, why would this Julia lady lie? And Palmer goes, Mom. who's to say? In these trouble times, who's to say? At which point then he gets the phone call from, from Stephen. He's saying, mm. you are no longer in control of your country. Don't know why I've decided to make him uh, like a half-remembered Mick Jagger. Is mm. so, uh, you're no longer in control of your country, and unless you deploy all of the, or unless you do my instructions to the letter, I'll deploy the other virus. It will be quite impossible to stop. In like eleven different locations, yeah. and he's been seen like giving to the audience. He's been seen like giving like briefcases full of full of Cordelia virus to the to a bunch of nerds who are like, uh, all right, go and put this somewhere, governor. Um, we're, we're, yeah, now put that in Comic Con. Uh, yes, we're going to get the worst Pax Pox we've ever seen. 
Uh, but this guy, this guy, right? Imagine, like, imagine the if... fucking Salazars with their fucking viral plot of like, oh, we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna use it to break my brother out of prison. No, this guy, I'm gonna use it to blackmail the fucking president. And at this point, they're like, and Jack's like, you maybe just wanna, maybe just wanna uh, do what he wants, actually, David. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he, he... It's like, yeah, you, this is not, don't worry, David, this isn't negotiating with terrorists. This is just a straight capitulation. <laughs> yeah, there is no way you win. Like, which, you know, yeah. cool. Um, I've decided that um, his last name is, his name is uh, Stephen Deep State, mm. or like Deep State mm. of the New Hampshire Deep States. And, but he, he, does, he does kind of speak, oh, as, fuck. he does slightly speak as though Jack Whitehall is the villain for mm, this last act. A little bit. Mm. Something I forgot to mention is that when they're following um, Amador, they they show like Kim's screen because Kim's tracking him, and it is the exact same screen that they used for the DVD board game. Yes, for tracking people in that infuriating mini game. So the DVD board game has yeah, like say, three cases. We're we're going off on the DVD board yeah, game. Yeah, I was going right to say we've been. Oh, We've been, we've been hitting like an hour for the other ones. We're ten, we've got 10 minutes left. Yeah. So welcome to DVD board game chat. Yeah. So um, I bought this as a joke because I found it had like one star reviews. Um, and the only five star review it had for, was from a guy called Jack Bauer, which I found really funny. Yeah, that, that's um, that's not a man that you can trust to make an, like a, an objective review. Mm. Um, it is from a company that I've looked in, uh, like I've looked into, and it has one employee. Um, so it didn't do great. Uh, it's almost as though it's a fake company set up. Oh no. <laughs> like, no, we're going to get distracted. We've got to keep this DVD board game. My God. Well, you pl- tried playing it yourself. Yeah. And I couldn't, it just didn't work. Um, I played it on like a DVD drive that I went out and bought. Um, cause I haven't used one in years and like it, it read too slowly for the game to work, which is, is as far as I understand, like basically where most people, were when they tried to play it at the time that it came out. Uh, yeah, I I was able to get it to run, but only <laughs> I think having it on an Xbox, like a having it on one of the new Xboxes. I think it this is the first this is the first machine that's been powerful enough to run twenty four the DVD board game. Yeah, because like uh, imagine how a, a video game that's like run off a DVD works. Like you have to go to certain scenes and like. There's like hidden objects. Yeah, and and, and and it's like but, it just doesn't work. Also, when, when you were running it on your PC, uh, the hidden the hidden object thing is meant to be you can like select the menu. You you, you use the oh god yeah, yeah. You, you use the buttons to select you know a, like this box or these keys or mm. that kind of thing. Uh, but apparently on PC. Because your mouse is controlling it, you don't have that little thing telling you what you're selecting. Yeah, what box it is. So I just had to spam click around the scene to find what I was supposed to be looking at, like the things that I could click on. Uh, however, some of the some of the like, mini games are not good. Uh, I do like the recurring shooting one. Yeah, that one's hilarious. Where it where they've just dressed up some dudes from the office in and they, they, they film them. You have them, to like they film them in like. The corridors outside the office. Yeah, you have to press the button when the like target is over them, and then they and then it plays a little scene of them getting shot. And it's very fun because the, the they are so prepared for input lag. They know that you, whether it's the shooting one, whether it's the you know, 
make someone evade cameras by making a dot on a screen move. That is so frustrating on PC. Like, but, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I, you tell it to move, and then you pretty much come in and just put the controller down. The camera will do, like, an entire other full cycle of, like, scrolling up and scrolling back. And then it will start the animation of someone moving entirely at its own... Yeah, at its own leisure. Yeah. You're making suggestions to this game. The one that really got me is it doesn't really ever explain how to do the thing that it wants you to do. So there's one where you have to like, it shows you a pattern of like a dot, right? And then you have to copy it. But like for ages, the dot was just going the wrong way. And we realized that what we had to do was not do it in real time. We had to input every single motion correctly. Ahead of time. Ahead of time. And then the our dot would copy it, right? But we were just going up. And then, and then it wasn't moving, so up. And then it would just go off the screen backwards and be like, what? No! Yeah, like we, we, uh, the first time you make an error, it just makes your guy walk, it makes the dot on screen leave. Yeah, and we were like, what the fuck? Why does it keep doing so this? What I would keep doing, I, I'd be like, well, I'm clearly not hitting it fast enough. Yeah, so we'd spam it to try and get the right timing. But that would just mean that the faster we were entering it, the faster we would, like, the, the, faster, the faster we would end up entering it wrong. And no, it was, um, oh, it's so good. We managed to stop the bombing just in time. Uh, we all, I, we kind of wanted to see how, what would happen if it failed. Because at one point we did hit a real brick wall that consisted of having to just visit everywhere to find out where our intelligence <laughs> had told us we should go. Yeah. And every time you went somewhere, you'd have Kiefer Sutherland go, damn it, that lead didn't pan out. Over and over again, and it's one of the most. It's really fun. I, 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 it's like it was so disheartening. <laughs> uh, but oh, um, there is also another order of business. Yeah. Now, this has been a trip. Given the the stop start sort of, may, maybe maybe we'll have plot. Maybe we won't. Mm-hmm. Nature. The awards have been tricky to put out. Yeah. I, it, I've got a couple in mind actually. Well. Gale's had a bad day. Yeah, I think Gale is in the running. I think Gale is in the running. I think Chase is in the running. Um, this thing that, it, keep, it keeps you know, changing places so quickly. The thing is, if we're going by the metric of people who have been tortured today... Well, like people who have been wronged. Yeah, like people what have been tortured and then X, Y, Z, right? Like, who... Uh, there's, there's, there's too many. Everyone has been tortured today. Yeah. Like, and but they yeah because they keep changing everything. No one's able to get too many points up on the board. Yeah, um, it's like I think right now Gale's in the lead for me on the no good, terrible, very bad day award. Oh yeah, because he's got like bubonic plague pustules yeah, on his yeah. arm and everything, uh, and he's really melting. He's melting. Yeah, he, he start he starts with this white rag, and by the end of the episode, he's holding a red rag. Yeah, it's he's got like a very heavy nosebleed. Um, he, he looks like which an, is the first symptom, by the way. Yeah, he look. Yeah, the first symptom is that you become an anime boy who's just seen big titties. Yeah, you just go, oh no, and then you get the nosebleed. Uh, bad dad. Um, no, no, I think we we can't we can't try and fit a square peg into a round hole. We, bad dad. We got lucky that we had a couple of bad dad. I don't know, Claudia's sad cowboy dad, maybe. But... No, no, no. Okay, so no. Oh man, I just realized. We don't have any like bad dads in the running, but what we do have, we've had Hector, who was that block's rad dad for mm. playing with guns. Yeah, yeah. 
we then had Claudia's sad dad. Yeah. <laughs> this is, they haven't given us a bad dad, but instead our cup runneth over with dads. <laughs> Chase. Chase. Oh my God. Chase is Chase. the bad dad. They revealed that Chase is a dad. Fuck me. Like, well, in that case, what is he? Chase is the bad dad. Oh, well, no, he, he, he's been extremely cross. So he's the mad dad. <laughs> we've, we've had rad dad. We've had sad dad. Now we've had mad dad. Each block is presenting us with a new formulation of dad. Mm. Oh, man, this oh, is... Oh, that was a wonderful realisation, eh? Oh. A... I, think, I think we we end this one here. Oh, truly. And, and we're going to... And again, sometimes it can be hard to think of a name for an episode, but our cup runneth over with dads. Yeah. A preponderance of dads. What's the collective noun for for dads? A gaggle, I think. A, a shed of dads. <laughs> a shed of dads. <laughs> An approval of fathers. Mm. An issue of daddies. Mm. Um, right. Let's carry on. Yes, well, I want to see how many more Walthers there are. Oh, can we have an award for like the person who was the most rad with a Walther? Oh, um, yes, m- uh, most valuable Walther. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, MVPPK. <gasps> oh, Sam, that that's it. That's the award. Who's in the running for this right now? Then. Well, Nina's in the running for this. Gail, um, Gail was earlier. He was in the running when he kidnapped mm-hmm. Kim. Uh, the most nervous concierge in the world. Yeah. Um. um potentially, was it? Ramon Salazar. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've had uh, Miss, Mrs. Dr. President's ex-husband. Yep. Again, he, he only pulled the trigger once, but he hit the target every yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, 100% accuracy, headshot rating. Um, you know what? Who else? There's another one. I swear uh, there's another one. Let's... Cannot find PPK. You're searching your notes. Oh, yeah. Um, there might not be another one, to be fair. But yes, yeah, so MV, MVPPK. Uh, uh, Nina has a goddamn yeah. Walther PPK. Concierge the Hotel one. Gun has a goddamn PPK. Oh, uh, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, you didn't write PPK every time. Oh, well, we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. This, this can be something that can percolate. Hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. When Jack shoots, or he's going to shoot. Yeah, Ramon Salazar. Yeah. Like I said, like, he gives him, uh, yeah, he gives him the, the um, Walther to kill Chase with. I think... I think that PPK may be the MVPPK. Yeah, purely for being how awkward it is, because there is a point where Chase and Jack have a conversation about like, yeah, uh, yeah. did you know that was loaded, not loaded? And he's like... Uh, educated guess, educated mm, guess. Yeah. Because so, again, the fact that like, well, what if you're wrong? And the subtext there is that if he was wrong, then one, Kim would, you know, would no longer have a, a mad dad adjacent. Mm. And also Jack would never have to apologize. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. I, I love this new award, right? Y- yeah. Let's, um, let's carry on because I want to see if there's anyone else in the running. Oh, no, I, I'm absolutely assuming that there, there shall be. Mm. Uh, so uh, join us in either four hours or in a week, depending on whether you're you or us, for more dads, more Walther PPKs, and shall we see if anyone, if anyone new arrives with more plot? Oh, please. Like, we, we've had, it's like, every four hours there's a new plot in this you know, one. You know, you know when you go on Amazon delivery and they say, we will try and deliver your um, your parcel like with the particular type of delivery they'll try and deliver your items in as few deliveries as possible mm. that's what we that's what you want for plot instead this is when you pay for like the the kind of slap shot delivery where you've got to like 
it, it trickles in over a number of like you get so many parcels that you don't really know what to do with. Yeah, and you've got to like keep getting yeah, up and yeah. going to the door. Um, that's what we've had. That's what we've had this season. Yeah. Uh, so let's see if um, Hermes is going to send us any "sorry we missed you" texts. Yeah, let's see. Cool. Don't right. stop. And don't till next time. Um, think of a sign off. Post yeah. it. Post it in the comments. Please. <laughs>